Sean Connor, David Mott, and Nate LeBlanc. Three underground rap nerds walked into a bar. An argument ensued about who the goats are. The seed was a thought that would turn into a pod. Now fans worldwide say... Not a bad job, the ad hoc cab squad who chronicles the vanguard of hip hop at large. Rap taste slacked off, don't need to be mad, dog. Look no further, it's the dad bod. Rap, pop, pop. episodes is trying to call out what is the best consecutive three songs um, on these albums. We did Equimini uh, last week, and that was it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to right. pick. There was a couple, and I think this may be the hardest of all the albums we reviewed to uh, to get the three songs. So I'm curious to see what folks got. Nate LeBlanc, let's start with you. Best three song run. As with every time we've done this i'm like oh everyone will pick this this is so obvious so i'm so i'm so curious to see what you guys come up with but to me you get the full essence of the album and what is probably it's i don't know if it's the best song but it's the the signature song of the record if you go chess boxing nothing to f with into cream does everyone have that (laughs) okay eyes on your own paper (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean um we just discussed uh, all of these songs, except for Cream, in pretty uh, elaborate detail. So I'll just say um, you get to hear kind of most people's voices. You uh, actually everyone's voices, right? Because of chess boxing. Yeah. Um, yep. So and then Cream is Cream is the signature song on this album. It's one of the greatest rap songs ever heard. It is yep. um, completely evocative of the place in which it is made. It is a catchphrase that has resonated around the world for 30 years and will continue to for 300 more and it's important that people like we can't sidestep it because it's kind of overplayed right we have to talk about it so well it's interesting that it in a sense overplayed yes but like not in the way that the snoop dogg songs were that we were talking about a couple years ago or a week years ago last week (laughs) Um, (laughs) feels like so long has passed Um, i think cream also has to get special mention because it is the birth of a visual aesthetic that still lives today, which is like we've all got on chains and we're in these fancy cars. It's the one of the first like um, outwardly flossing videos, like it's it, which is interesting because you you sometimes you don't think of Wu Tang that way, but this video literally set off buckets of champagne, like all the shit that Puff would do after this. Yeah, they're throwing around bags of money at the end of the video. Exactly. In, in a way that is low. And it rules. Community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything. Yeah. Everything around them. Uh, Paulo, what is your three-song run from this? Um, I would have to go with Bring the Ruckus, Shame, and Clan in the Front. Mm, yeah. Um, just because it's just a barrage of energy. Off like, top. These are the first three songs. From the gate. Like, yeah. they're kicking that shit open. They're running. They're running a hole through the wall. Like it's, um, 
you know, bring the ruckus like we discussed earlier, just, you know, really like super aggressive, scary song. Weird horn stab. Like, you're just oh, like, I love that part Wah! of it. Bang, 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 bang. Like, it's like as if we couldn't scare you more, we're just yeah. going to like apply two fingers to your This is the psycho push. shower scene of yeah. the MPC. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the MPC just... is glitching the fuck out. And yeah. Or yeah. would yeah. it have been an SP1200 at this point? I think he was on an EPS. EPS, EPS. okay. Yeah. So EPS it's, it's a key. Time. I need to know what to picture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the series depicts him on a SP12. Right. I believe it was an EPS. Okay. Yeah. According to the Wu-Tang manual. Um, which I've read on many toilet adventures. Um, <laughs> bringing that ruckus. Yeah, as I was bringing my own ruckus. Oh, human faces! <laughs> um, and then, you know, with, with that, you know, with that aggression, you got shame, which is the fun song. That's the the upbeat song. Then you get introduced to the the clown prince of the crew, old dirty yep. bastard. Yep. That's a whole different energy. You know, he could have easily fit on that song uh, on Bring the Ruckus. Sure. And he could have really shined on that one. Yeah. But they saved him for his own little spotlight moment. You know, like Method Man wasn't on Bring the Ruckus. You get to you get introduced to the most charismatic members of the crew on Shame. Like now, I would love to listen to the twenty minute versions of that just has everyone's verse over totally. each of the right. tracks, yeah. like as like a box set or something. Yes. But I'm so glad they didn't do yeah. that. Like the we wouldn't cut. be talking about this if that's what they no. did. No, 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 that would be too much to digest. Yeah. Um. So shame, you know that's that that I love that song, um, the the Sill Johnson horn sample. That's mm. classic because everyone was sampling the you know the opening bars to that Sill Johnson sample. Yes. But they took the horns at the end of the song and made that the the basis of the, the track. So, and then uh, Clan in the front. Hey, here's the Jizza. Yeah. Here here's why we call him the genius. Here's him like completely flexing his muscle. And just pissing on everybody. <laughs> like, I, like, you know, everyone has their favorite rapper in the crew, but he is technically the best rapper in the clan at this time. Yeah. And he which shows which it. Which they would tell you. Yeah. Which they would tell you. Yeah, of yeah. course. You know, he's got to be the last. head. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, clan in the front. Uh, these three songs showcase everybody in just, like, their best form. Like, Ghostface is the first voice you hear after RZA. Yeah. Just, like, he tells you his name. Like, Ghostface! <laughs> Catch the blast of a hyper. I mean, like, come, on. come on. Like, that's the energy that we're going to get from him from now right. on. Yeah. Like, so for that. 20 years hence. Yeah. For tw- yeah. yeah. I, I, I will say through. way later when he's like, not long is how wrong, how long this rhyme took me. It's like, we can kind of tell. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's, was, that's not the flex you think it is. He was very <laughs> subdued in that song. It's, yeah. it's really crazy to hear protect him on Protect Your Neck. Versus what we've come to, you know, learn. You know, Embryonic Ghost him. had so much charisma and was a lot of fun and, like, had had a slight menace to him. When he went abstract, he yes. exploded, oh, right? It's, it's like he didn't – we, we, we've form. talked about this yeah. in many, many times and did a whole episode on Supreme. But it's just so interesting. He just wasn't himself yet. He wasn't in his final form yet. Right. So no, yeah. it's just so cool to hear because he still – you. You know, when I was a kid, I was like, wow, this ghost face, he's really got yeah, something. Right. But when you listen back now, it's like, oh, we weren't even close. Oh, oh no, no. Yeah. When you, hear, when you hear Nutmeg, that's him going Super Saiyan. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he's yeah. ex- he's exploding out of his karate ballistics. And, and like, there's there's small hints. Listening to it today, there's a, a couple of, um, of small moments where he just starts throwing words. And you're like, oh, that's. He would just kind of kept expanding on yeah. that. Yeah, stream of consciousness, non sequitur. Throwing darts all over the place. Right. Uh, Dave, what's your three-song run? 
Uh, mine was identical to Nate. Big surprise. No, shocker. But um, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'll switch it up. I'll just call it a quick audible as well. I mean, I mean, it's an album where it's, you can easily do that. Um, Throw three darts. I know, exactly. <laughs> the last three, Protect Your Neck, Tears, and um, Seventh Chamber. Um, what a perfect bookend to a pretty much perfect album. Um, and I like the ebb and flow of the last three, too. Protect Your Neck is kind of hype, and then, you know, Tears is the slow cinematic. Yep. And then, you know, um, the last one is, ama- I believe, the longest cut on the album as well. Yeah. So it's just like such a perfect, um, it's a harmonious end to a fucking perfect album. Do know? we know who's interviewing them? I'm assuming it's like a college radio show yeah. or something. Yeah. Do you know, P? I have no idea. Okay. Like speech impediment. Um, yeah. What's like your ultimate goal? <laughs> <laughs> I low-key kind of hate that guy. <laughs> but he's but he's integral to the album. He's, yeah, a, yeah. he's, he's integral That's to the hilarious. album. He's our Greek chorus. But <laughs> he's our geek chorus. He's our geek chorus. Uh, feels totally like college radio. Um, and, and that's what I feel is one of the underrated aspects of this um, is the RZA skits, especially in this era, felt like bits from the Wu-Tang documentary. Yeah, he's one of the first that I can remember who just gave you here slices of us just talking, like the Shamik, uh, "Where's my killer tape?" thing. We had never quite heard something like that. Just like, hey, the way th- our banter is fucking interesting. I yeah. have to say, right. as a kid, I did not understand the five percent lingo sure. at all, sure. but I was so fascinated by it. Like you yeah. guys have heard me talk about many times how I'm fascinated by like pimp slang and American pimp, especially the movie. But this was and I I was aware of brand Nubian and things like that, yeah. but they, they they were peppering it in in a totally different way. It wasn't so so deeply coded and so like thick. Yeah. Right. And it it's like it, listening to something like them explaining what happened with that, which the killer tape thing also kind of lives on. And it just, I, the, just today when I was realizing, he's like, I'll buy you four mucking fucking more killer tapes, dude. Like, I'm not, it's like, I never really caught his like and, and rejoinder. Meth like, the comedic oaf in that. Yeah, you know? totally. Totally. Like, totally. Uh, just Brad Pitt and true romance. Just like, I don't know what's going on <laughs> right now, bro. Um, <laughs> totally. Okay. Fun fact for everybody who didn't know. Uh, and I, I, I knew this, but I didn't know the exact breakdown of it, but, I'm coming to get my culture cipher, God. Culture cipher, culture equals four, mm-hmm. cipher equals zero, four zero. Oh, Glock forty. I'm coming to get my Glock. To, to avenge Shamik, yes, yeah. yes. And it turns out I still avenged. don't understand five percent slang. Yeah, so thank I was, you. I was five years. I was five hours ago years old. <laughs> when I, found that out. I don't even understand five percent of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Is there another three-song run, or have we uh, exhausted also, them all? No, I'm going to also call an audible, but for a good reason. I believe this four-song run, yes, I said four. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. This, <laughs> I believe this four-song run to be the best four-song run of any rap album ever made in the history of ever. All right, okay. let's hear it. Okay. Big claim. Can it be so simple? No, it can't. The Art of Chess Boxing, Wu-Tang Clan Ain't Nothing to Fuck With, Cream. So you made mine better by adding another yeah. great song. <laughs> this is what I do, Nate. This, <laughs> yeah, I, yes, and. I, I, I add on to your You guys want to hear the best 13-song yeah. run in 1993? You can get the chili fries or you can get the chili cheese fries. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, uh, pretty uh, impressive. Uh, it, it, it's it's kind of impossible to overstate how many times I've listened to this. Like, how many times do you guys think you've listened to this? Um, it's got to be 
in the hundreds. Yeah. I know this because whenever I put it on, I am gripped by like I have to move and do the movements of the rappers that I think, and it always hits me in this way because I listen. Just to at your sh- desk doing the East yeah, Coast. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it always hits me because I'm like I listen to a shit ton of rap, and I can just enjoy it and be like. Mm-hmm. Mm, Earl Sweatshirt, mm, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Nothing makes me get up out of my seat and yeah. kind of like Start throwing elbows, throwing yeah. hands at Neil at accounting. <laughs> <laughs> get your hands out of my face, Damone. Go Spice. That's what this album does. Uh, thirty years. What, what I'm realizing about this series is that thirty years hence gives you an opportunity. And me and Cusso were talking about this before y'all got here is it gives you the opportunity to know the record so intimately. Mm-hmm. There's not a, a, a second of this record which I haven't ran hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And so uh, it still is interesting. And that's why it has to be the best. Like, it's still, even though it's been played to death, even though everybody bites from it, even though there were 20 albums that were, like, birthed from this album, this is still really good. It's, it's, it's almost... Kind of impossible. I don't know if there's any equivalent in in rap to it's what a, this album does. It's a comfort album. Mm. Everyone has a comfort movie that they put on while they vacuum the house. You know, like that's Thirty Six Chambers is my Rushmore. <laughs> um, can, can I tell you guys my 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 number one favorite moment in the entire album? Please. It's only like a quarter of a second long. It's at the end of the Shamik um, skit. And you just hear you hear it in the fade out, Raekwon going, corn. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime you know someone like when 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 my girlfriend asks me what we're you know having for dinner, I'll be like, oh, ribeye and corn. <laughs> which is which is yeah. hilarious to you. And What's wrong with your feet? Corn, yeah. corn. <laughs> <laughs> so What's your favorite band? Corn. <laughs> Uh, uh, are we doing skips? Yeah. Li- well, well. Before we get to skips, uh, which I'm very interested to hear where we're going with that, I, I did want to have the referendum on skits since you brought it up. Ah, uh, skits before skips. Skits, skits before, before skips. skips. The East Coast Bros before hoes. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, before skips. <laughs> skits can be a fraught exercise in rap. We know this. There's uh, ten bad ones for every good one. I would like to posit that every skit on here is vital, necessary, and fucking hilarious, if not heart-wrenching. Nate LeBlanc, disagree with me. I can't believe <laughs> I'm saying this, but you're right. Uh, no, Every skit is great, um, and it, it all comes down to, like, in the Prince Paul school of um, what makes an album interesting, why, like, where to weave in quirky humor with hard-hitting kind of... Um, you know, Millie pulled a pistol on Santa-esque um, realness, mm-hmm. um, if you will. Um, they all play a role. They lead into their songs perfectly. Um, you could consider every Kung Fu sample kind of a skit. In like a they're, they're, But it's all world building. And, like, I'm, again, 12, 13 years old, white kid, suburban San Jose, California. I don't know that Shaolin is Staten Island yet. I don't right know... Either, what basically anyone is ever talking about, but I know I'm completely enthralled. I know I need to learn more about this. I know that this is one of the most amazing things I've ever heard, and it gives you so many different inroads of things to like research and look up and remember for later, and that they're, uh, I've used this word more on this podcast than maybe some of the last few combined. They're just sheer charisma. You just want to know more about these people, yes. especially kind of the main stars, Raekwon, 
Jizza, Rizza. It's just like, who who the fuck are these guys? Where do they yeah. come from? Yeah. And then they give you a sense of kind of where they come from, what it's like there, what kind of drugs there are. I, I really like that part where Raekwon's like, they got garbage down the way. No way. <laughs> it's like, it's just so funny. It's so it's interesting. Like and and I don't I don't understand still currently, and I kind of stopped watching the show, and I think it's fleshed out a little bit there. And um, I've read the manual and the Tao of Wu and a bunch of other things, but I still don't really know who was like really in the streets for real. Yeah, and it, was it everyone? You could convince me it was everyone. Right. Is it was were some of them just kind of around and, or more just adjacent. artists adjacent? Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like Riza ever served, but I have no idea. He yeah. seemed busy being an artist, but Raekwon very believable in that role. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I like the skits for for the purpose that they provide. They're they're sort of breathers. Yeah. Between you, you need know, it with this much energy. You need it with right, this. Much, right. th- I mean, th- again, this this album is just they're just barreling at you like it's yep. it, they're just pounding away at your head, and you know you have these little breather moments that also, like you said, you know, kind of introduces us to the clan. You know, each individual member, where they come from, what their you know their slang, the whole five percent you know ideals, everything like that. Like, and you know the radio interviews. Yeah. As annoying as it can be, very crucial. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Because again, you have this many people in the crew. We have to kind of we have to kind of, you know And explain her. We introduce have to explain, you. You have to yeah. introduce everybody. Uh, you know? Method man's descriptions of them are so great. It would be so tight to have a friend who could like just sum up your deal <laughs> yeah. in like totally. a half a sentence. So totally. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I thought that was so dope because it said that even then, right? That even before they had become a big thing. They had an airtight mythology. Yeah. And Method Man is basically coming. And he's done that before, right? Like, it seemed like a spiel that he had from interviews that he's done. And, like, yeah. Raekwon's trying to butt in. And, like, Method Man just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no better crew at talking in, in band. Can I say this one? It, can, <laughs> <laughs> can I say one thing? Can I say one? Like, they're always interrupting. It, it's like us. Yo, Matt, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always interrupting each other it, in uh, in this incredible way, and it just that little snippet alone lets you know that they had thought about spent hella time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what else too I love about the radio interview? You get to hear them as young, hungry kids, yeah. totally, who are like amped to be on the mic, to to be just amped to show the world who they are. And they what ain't really all about. got all that they're gonna get, yet, <laughs> or whatever. You know, when they get a little props, get the, the way we gotta go. <laughs> that's when you know what's on, you know. So, I. The skits very necessary. Very necessary. A lot of skits obviously do seem like filler, but this totally adds to the pacing of the album. Yep. And one of my favorite things about the album is it's um, the humor, and yeah. the skits is a big part yeah. of that for this one. <laughs> um, torture, <I> torture <laughs> is one of the craziest skits. I think it's it's a link to the the raunchy wild shit that like NWA was doing, yeah. and kind of and kind of updating it. Like they can't even afford an automobile. Yeah, <laughs> they can afford a coat hanger. That's that's a deep. That I uh, I, I want to say that and and please fans anybody correct me enlighten me. There is a I want to say there's a Saturday Night Live skit from the seventies that corresponds to what they are doing. Really? So if you I I I've always had this, but I've never been able to verify it. Okay. Um, but I do feel like there is. Uh, John Belushi with a spike bat? Like, what are we talking yeah, about exactly, right now? Exactly. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> feeding you and feeding you. Um. I know um, Chappelle did a, a, a skit on Chappelle's show where he was, you know, a, a victim at a hospital. 
and he was talking about I was like the, you know oh, his symptoms new, yeah it was like a it was oh, a I news report that. like oh this man was here the you know the victim is in the hospital and he's speaking on it he's like oh it was horrible it was like nine dudes and they oh. hit me with a spike bat <laughs> and they zoom out and you just see his crotch bleeding <laughs> That's um, but <laughs> um Lips yeah, down. just to, just to hear everybody young and hungry is it's like knowing where hearing that and then knowing where they, where went, they went after that is just so fascinating. Solemnly stomping around stages in Europe, talking yeah. over each other. Thirty years later, yeah, having <laughs> having a, a TV show about them, uh, shirts and Target. Like, uh, I, I got to shout out Jackie on this one, my girlfriend. Um, I asked her if she wanted to go see a Wu-Tang show with me. She's like, I don't know. I was like, really? You don't want to see Wu-Tang? No, last time I saw them, it just kind of reminded me of a bunch of wine-drunk uncles standing around talking. (laughs) 100%. Totally. That was so fucking totally. accurate. Well, which we all know makes for a good podcast, but not <laughs> necessarily a good concert. Uh, that's hilarious. Wow. And I honestly feel the same way. I've never seen them as a crew. I've seen individual members uh, several different times, uh, mostly ghosts, because I'm really into ghosts. But um, I don't think they're a good concert band. No. Nope. It's just too many people. Not at all. Yeah. But Method Man and Red Man, that's a show. Yeah. Mm, totally. show. That's a show. How high yeah. were you? <laughs> so high that I could kiss this guy. I saw so him. sick. <laughs> I really shouldn't have gone, but I wore a mask. <laughs> yeah, I saw them at the Warfield in maybe 2018 with like maybe six of nine. And I was at, I was at that show we too. Were, that's right. That's and right. They, they like cut. They abruptly cut the end of the show. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, oh, and that's that weird. Can, I have a video of my friend. <laughs> I have a video of my homegirl dancing to the last song, which was Gravel Pit. And they cut it off abruptly. You see her dancing like, yeah, yeah. And then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And Ghostface inviting groupies back to the hotel. It's like, the show's over. Classic move. You goddamn right a folk fan. Oh, yeah. Puts on the oh, Don Penn. Together. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 And your girl is just gone. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's over. Chalk it up. Pretty much. Uh, let's, let's talk about Skips. Um, so... This is one of those albums where oh, uh, let's just say there aren't any, right? But if you had if to you pick, had to. thanks, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, thanks, man. Cream, no, yeah. We we can quibble, right? We yeah. can quibble a now little bit. Now we're just splitting baby hairs. Yes, exactly. Hey. I can listen to this full record easily, but both of the times I listen to it, I I do think there is a logical ending point after Tears, and that bringing Seventh Chamber back wow. does not add a ton to the record. I'm not saying I skip it every time. I I understand the flow of the record. The epilogue, bro. But it's you could you could end the record there and, and, and it still be an amazing record. That's, that's And as that's I mentioned fair. off top, Method Man is not my favorite song. I do skip it sometimes. It's a great song. He's so full of energy. He says really funny stuff. I think it's the spelling at the end of the day. I'm like, okay, we get it. <laughs> Which I didn't understand, and I blame my white friends for this, that that's Hollow Notes. Yeah. M e t h o d o f l o v e. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't know oh. that. He, he so. talks about it in that. Yeah, and the man apparently comes from Music Man, yeah. Master, Ace, yeah. Master Ace, which I didn't know. Yeah. Man, yeah, I knew yeah. about Hall and Notes, but I didn't know about. Uh, so because Music Method Man. Man is really the most uh, true to the comic book ethos of all of this. Like he definitely, uh, he was to me, he was mixing grimy with like animation. He is like a dusted. Grimy with Smiley. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean a lot of people were doing cr- uh, cartoon references at that time. DOS FX, his whole Dead Serious right. album, yeah. was nothing but TV references. Right. Um, 
But but not but he his. I, his I think you mean Tiggity TV. Tiggity TV. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Tiggity TV. Tiggity Tom and Jerry. He he was doing it in a way that that felt. Raw and gruff because of his voice. Yes, right. right? Yeah, like, and it was one of the great voices in all of hip hop and all of pop culture. Yeah. He's just blessed. Absolutely, and if you think about like who, um, who in the modern era, like who aged the best, right? Like uh, Method Man has been incredibly consistent for a long time. The dude can deadlift five hundred pounds. Apparently. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. He's in crazy shape. He can deadlift your girlfriend. He <laughs> <laughs> can deadlift your moms. <laughs> These women are out here for Method Man, which is just hilarious to me. I'm like, you guys don't even remember when half of his hair was braided and half of it wasn't. It's <laughs> yeah. like a weird kind of like uncle sex symbol now, which I think yeah. is, is hella funny. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like if you're going to say skips, and I'm not sure what y'all was going to say, but let's just fight now. I've always felt like bring the ruckus. Whoa! Oh, I've whoa. always felt like Bring whoa. the Ruckus whoa. is a is a slow '70s style. If it's a movie, it's a slow '70s style intro. If you could start with wow. shame and and kick the whole shit off, I've always been like, oh, this is this is cool. But the album really gets start started for me on track two. That's an interesting wow. statement. See, when you wow. say when you Playing say slow '70s. <laughs> <laughs> When you say slow '70s movie intro, I think <laughs> the first movie that came to mind was Coffee, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. with Pam Greer, yeah. and that was a really exciting intro because the you know the Roy Ayers track. Um, but I, I I get where you're coming from. The energy the energy on it is a little bit more methodical. It's a, and, and maybe it's just it's like a setup, right? Would so you say it's contrived? I, I wouldn't say contrived, but I do feel like he it seemed like RZA, one assuming had everything to do with the sequencing, wanted to not start off with the heat heat first right which is an interesting tactic most times people will try to start off with like your best thing because you're like how long are people really going to listen to oh, this at that time that would have been for people who were up on it protect your neck they yes. bar- they buried that it's right. so Very deep late. in the album for people who like were like that guy who called into the radio and wanted yeah. to hear it again and again, again, again. he had to wait a pretty long time yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting it, i think the album is sequenced beautifully but it's yeah. it's an interesting choice yeah, Legend yeah, has it that man still wants to hear it again and again. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing it for his grandchildren. Uh, he's still calling the radio. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he, he's he never hold. bought the tape or the twelve inch. Yeah. He just like still calls like yeah. WFAN in New York or whatever. <laughs> First time, long time, sir. Uh, <laughs> sir, we became a country station ten years ago. Oh uh, yeah, Garth Brooks again and again. <laughs> Uh, P, if you had to, and this is just this is a thought exercise, if you had to skip one, what would it be? Um, I second Nate with Seventh Chamber Part Two because I always found the saxophone and the harmonica to be so annoying. Like, and, and this this is a testament to RZA's production style, where you know, if it wasn't very you know methodical and you know like just intentional. He would put his hands over his eyes and just punch any key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I felt like I felt like that was like the first of, that we got of that. And yeah. this was the precursor to the now infamous Guitar Center <laughs> debacle. It's amazing how long so that funny. thing's life has been for coming of age in an internet era kind of pre-meme. He tried to have that pulled and somebody re-uploaded That's it. Hilarious. It is it, it it's horrific, but it shouldn't be the first thing we think of when we think of this genius. And I kind of do. 
You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> oh. a, that's the problem with becoming a meme. It's yeah. like, it's it sounds so you. good in the headphones. Yeah, I hate that for RZA in the same way that I hate that James Brown's uh, cracked out interview right, right. from the late <laughs> I 90s. Look good. Is I sound a, good. Yeah. I make love good. <laughs> <laughs> he was best. genius even in that moment. It was great. Um, it was great. Yeah, that's, that's one of James Brown's best moments. It's just too reductive. Too reductive. <laughs> uh, Dave, if you had to skip. Um, I'm going to second Nate, Method Man. Um, little, uh, that's definitely the first one that I skip if there's anything. Um, yeah. Just the sing songiness, the. The spelling out of everything, you know. S U C K S. It's a good song. I like the remix too. You know, maybe more. Yeah. You know? Here, I'll, I'll posit something based on that because I, I kind of agree with y'all. And again, I slept on the the song Method Man for many months because it didn't initially grab me. I think the trying to starify Method Man stunted the growth of his music. Mm. To Cal, it's pretty good when you split it up against the slate of the first wave releases definitely not the best um other people other artists and woo fully embodied themselves but i feel like with method man there was always this attempt to make him bigger than everything and i think to cal 2000 is another example of that where it's trying to <clears throat> blow him up but uh maybe not capturing the best of him which i think the best of method man actually is on liquid swords mm. um where he's he's Literally just barring out. It's it's not this kind of wild animated kind of thing because he's a bars guy. But they were always <laughs> trying to make him into a, a, a thing. Method yeah. Man. Yeah, they were trying to make him a they're trying to make him a heartthrob. Early. Totally. Method Man. A, a Prince Rakim, if you will. The oh right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was trying to make him. It's like his son. Yeah. It's like the yeah. overprotective like quarterback dad. Sure. Oh sure. no. Yeah. Uh, Method Man during that era, like the duet era, obviously the what comes to mind. Yeah. So, to Killer. your point, Damone. Killer. Verse for verse, if I had to line up a guy verse for verse, like that you could pick, Method Man would be the one. His his full length, I think, always struggled from them thinking it should be something way bigger. A star. A star. Instead yeah, of an MC. Yeah. Just let, it, just let him bar out, dude. It's yeah. just, he has so like, many great rhymes. I felt like with Takal, he was like trying to rebel against all that. That's why the album was so dark. It's yeah. hell, it is so grimy. grimy. I think I think upon re-listen, I think it has aged better. Um, it's just in competition with like the best three solo right. albums ever. Totally, yeah. and the effects of the flood cannot be overstated. Like we yeah. don't know, we don't know exactly what it was supposed to sound like pre-flood. So yeah, I, def I definitely like to Kel more than Iron Man. Me too. Same. Same. We're on we're on record as a uh, not Iron Man haters. Not, uh, Iron thinking Man it's truthers. good, not great. Iron Different Man than hating. Haters Club. <laughs> <laughs> We're like ten men. No, I'm <laughs> uh, no, we we've been assailed for for that take, which I, I still stand behind. But I feel like, um, yeah, I just feel like the woo, the genius that comes out of this—not just the genius, but the genius that comes out of this album—is they built a world, and then you got everybody got their own little nook and cranny record, right? Like, or most of them got their their own record, and so. This record, the first wave of Wu-Tang releases, even into the second wave, is an achievement that no other rap crew can even come close to. I mean, the closest thing is kind of high road, but that's that's kind of it, right, in terms of rap. So this Not for many years would they do the, like, the crew huge album. crew album, too. Yeah, so they right? did it backwards. It, yeah, they did it backwards. That's Same a formula, good way but putting backwards. It. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just interesting to see... Um, how how it's aged, it's the sound has aged incredibly well. Like I feel like 
there isn't, Nate, you like to do this thought experiment. Like, if you took one group out, like, how would it change rap history? Right. Um, to this me, is seismic. Like, this would kill yeah. so many different, like, we there. there's no Griselda. There's no, right. like, there's no, yeah, the, Apollo was bringing up, like, um, the duck down kind of sound earlier. Yeah. It's just like that. I don't think that has a lane to flourish in, and we just okay. lose so much interesting, quirky, street lyricism like and because this kind of proved it could sell and nothing ever sold on the same level again and there's certainly not the frenzy of like the second album and the that's kind of like the doggy style of its era right where you just we couldn't wait to get wu-tang forever and then you get it and you're like wow this is a lot to contend with um there's a lot going on here um but yeah i think um time the the road forks here and we we get to keep maybe everything became more glossy and happy go lucky, and we don't get that resurgence in grimy kind of just like, and it's it's hard to describe now, but like these hookless songs where it's all about bars, mm-hmm. they're just easily traced back to an origin, yeah. And it's just it's just that's what we like to listen to. That's what we enjoy. So it's tough to think about how different life would have been. And you have to give huge props to the the uh, logo from mathematics, the photography of Danny Hastings, the art direction of some lady whose name I didn't write down who worked at loud, like their, their visual style has also like shot around the world and just been so important. And like, just for us to get a Supreme clientele, to get a Cuban links, just to, there's just so much good things that comes out of this. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's the seed for a tree that is still growing and flourishing into the, into the present. Uh, let's get into Nate's record corner, which I see you got a whole ass bag. It's today. a pretty, pretty fat stack for this one. Um, this is actually, there might be a few sitting in other stacks from like, you know, times I played out or mixes that I'm working on for, for the Patreon, check that out hey. or whatever. But I, every single Wu-Tang record I own that I can tell uh, that's in my hand right now is related to this album. Cause I keep the solo artist in their own sections, like ghost faces and G Etc. Etc. Right. So I have the record in OG of the the LP itself, and then it's pretty chaotic. Like the way they release this stuff. I have two different versions of Protect Your Neck, backed with Wu or backed with Method Man. One with the cover with the sword thing, the actual like mathematics, like drawing, and then just a plain picture sleeve. The cream cover, which is super iconic and has the Danny Hastings photos, and I just think this is hilarious. This will land better for you guys than it will for the people at home, but <laughs> ghost face, right? His whole thing is being the ghost face. He puts the the panty on his head, as they say in Raising Arizona. Um, but Son, he, you've got a panty on your in head. This, in this photo, he has like a nude pantyhose on his head, and he's the, no only, nonsense he's the only guy's face you can see. All of the other people, six people showed Sheer up for the photo suit. All, all have white. <laughs> this dude's got the like the eggs. Like, Le eggs. like <laughs> fucking you can fully see his face if Yo, I'm his parole officer. What? Like the whole enterprise has been stymied. Like he's trying to stay out of jail and he has his full face on a record cover. It's so funny. You know what's really funny when I first purchased the CD single? I saw the cover, I saw Ghostface's face, I was like there's an Indian guy in the group. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Goa face killer. <laughs> Next. The, then we have Can It All Be So Simple, backed with Woo Tang Clan Ain't Nothing to F With. Then we have a separate piece of wax that was not sold together. These are all loud promos that the A side is Wu Tang Clan Ain't Nothing to F With, backed with Shame on a Ninja. No. Thank you. 
Then I have this interesting. It uh, says shame on a nuh. Yeah, this the, is the clean version yeah. on the first one. I have this interesting uh, clear green uh, cream 12 inch that has this sticker with like an essay on it. Um, I'll, I'll read a little bit of it. This is good, huh. good myth making. I've never it, seen it. It just before. says, "What is Wu Tang Clan?" Which I guess we've been trying to cover for the last hour or so. Wu Tang represents the essence of hip hop, the b boy. Whether on the streets, in the hood, or in the slums of Shaolin, b-boys quest to be trendsetters in fashion, slang, style, etc. They strive to gain juice. Interesting way to use that phrase. Mad props or respect in their communities. And they strive to make mad loot, three exclamation points. <laughs> parentheses, money, close parentheses. Okay. Wow, okay. In case you're wondering. A white person wrote this. And they, stri- <laughs> and they strive to kick the ballistics. Santa Claus. I keep it um, slamming. Okay, and then the last thing is a mystery of chess, chess boxing 12-inch with the Method Man skunk remix, the better version of the song on it. So it's just weird how many things are all overlapping with each other and like all these different releases have different A-sides and B-sides. It's just weird. Um, and it to me, that speaks to the frenzy that totally. Wu-Tang created. Totally. They were like, let's get this out in the market. Basically, every song could be a single. Their people are loving this, so let's just press everything and put it out there. And a lot of these seem to be... Promos, so they're really like record pool records. Like these yeah, were uh, these 100%. were put out like very widely and adopted very quickly in DJ culture. I'm surprised there's not more misspellings and stuff. Totally, you know I mean? yes. I, you get a lot of like um, Jamaican reggae. Um, vibes. Yeah, totally. Duh, uh, slamming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, d- I don't have an original Protect Your Neck like before they got signed, and that's a record I would that's highly gi- coveted. Give a lot of uh, money and or trade if anyone out there is listening. Wait, is that, that, that's the the hand drawn one. Yeah, I'm dying on on Wu Tang Records. You have that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You do. Is that crazy expensive or something? Yeah. Hey, that's real, that's really there. rare. I'm going to jump him in the back and take the record. Um, <laughs> I'm dying at this hype sticker that you were just reading. Um, it ends with, may we all taste the cream in 94. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> taste the cream we did. Oh, gosh. Wow. Cameron just like twitching, saying pause. Like, <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing record. Uh, genre-defining, genre-breaking uh, something that really helped to make and shape all of us. Um, and it's been cool to have a space to talk about it. 30 years hence, uh, Wu-Tang continues. The, the whole thing of this project to discuss records from 30 years ago when I was like not an adult, but like a full person who I still retain those memories and stuff, none of them have really made me feel old except for this one. Really? I, I was so innocent when I... Found that. this, and now I'm such a jaded fuck. You know what I mean? Was it your balls getting smashed? <laughs> <on> a... <laughs> it was probably that spiked bat incident I don't really like to talk about. Mine was a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's uh, in a way I can fully believe it because I've been around and experienced life and stuff. But this being 30 years old kind of makes me feel old in a way that, like, Midnight Marauders doesn't or oh, Equemini doesn't. Yeah, it's just like I've, I've – I don't know. It's just um, – this was so epical. Things changed right. during this, and we're it's a now. Before, we're, after record. Yeah, we're living Definitely. in the aftermath of that. Wow, I feel that way more with Doggy Style, actually. Yeah, because that's what with, she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did oh, she man. say that? <laughs> uh, we want to thank everybody that's been tapping in with this series. Um, we've had a lot of fun doing it. We got a couple more of these that we're gonna do. Um, on records that came out in 1993. Might throw in a couple of surprises for y'all. As always, you can connect with us on Twitter at DadBodRapPod, 
on Instagram at Dad Bod Rap Pod, but the best way to vibe with us is on. Add us on LinkedIn. <laughs> 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 Patreon.com slash Dad Bod Rap Pod, your home for Dems Gems, Fly Sporadic. We talk about music, we send you music. Uh, people were not as excited about that Redman freestyle as I thought they were going to be. Oh, uh, I don't think they clicked it because of the way I embedded the video, but you guys should really listen to that. It's incredible. Patreon it's members. I yeah. snuck it in over the weekend. Go check it out. Nice. And then we're uh, we're working on our end of the year series. Yeah, we, do we want to talk about that a or do we want to end of the year series that we're doing um, the top fifty songs of the DBRP aesthetic? Uh, Nate Silver over here is compiling <laughs> is compiling uh, a, a list of songs. We we asked the Patreon folks to chime in on. 10 songs that they feel represents the dead bot aesthetic, uh, and we've all got our individual homework to do. So we're going to be coming at you at the end of the year. There won't be a quibble jam this year. Less quibble, more jam coming up uh, at the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. And you know, uh, Thanks, Paulo, thank for Paulo. being here. Plug for... Plug for Prince Paulo in the house. <laughs> May we all taste the cream in 23. <laughs> Scream my pants. <laughs> <laughs> May you all taste that. <laughs> uh, uh, Cutso, you are uh, integral to the program. It's it, it's kind of like we say plug four, but it's kind of like Jerobi. He's kind of in out, but always around. Uh, and a surprisingly doing. good chef. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say I was you, God. <laughs> yeah. No, man, um, We I talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but your enthusiasm for this was infectious when we were kids. You instantly understood what they were trying to do. You ordered WooWare. You, like, had all the videos. You just, like, you knew what was up, and you have always been ahead of the curve, and, like, I cannot imagine my musical upbringing without your good taste helping to inform it. So thank you, and wow, it's, like, thanks, been quite a journey. Yeah, it really has. I mean, you saw when I dressed up as Wu Tang for Halloween. You saw Indeed when I did. You saw when I grabbed ten friends and did the lip sync contest, <laughs> <laughs> threw a potato in the crowd, and hit Paul Newman in the chest. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we. I've been eating, breathing, sleeping Wu Tang since since I heard the album, and I appreciate you guys having me on for this one. Yeah, Absolutely. super fun, dude. Thank you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget, also a high point in black Asian relations. Asian <laughs> <laughs> relations. Never had we come so close Speaking together. of which, I know this joke won't land for the listeners, but for you guys, hilarious. Uh, Damone is cosplaying as the guy from the Nerd Album. <laughs> <laughs> in search of That's Topo hilarious. Chico socks. <laughs> That a guy can't yo. wear Topo Chico socks and slides without being assailed by that his friends. Or, do That's you have a Dreamcast controller? I've been, I've been <laughs> holding that for two hours. Wow. <laughs> wow. The discipline, Nate. Save, yeah. save it for the nerd retrospective. <laughs> oh, talk about some what takes that that'll get me canceled. Anyway, um, Shay did a lot. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fashion icon, as we see today. And that you connected it to a, to a black and, and Asian. Just, ah, ah, yes. 100%. Yes. Shout 100%. out to the ultimate Blasian. Ten, uh, 10 of 10, no notes. Um, <laughs> hey, thank you guys for, for rocking out. Wu-Tang forever. <laughs>